kind of got you blinking. This week's already kind of flying. That's a good thing. Thank you for starting your day with us. Um, Sam. It's flying. It means you're busy, and that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so later uh, it, later in the show, after 7 o'clock this morning, Sam is going to share his list of non-negotiables with us. <laughs> yeah. When you are looking for that special someone, a significant other, yeah. um, a friend of ours, it was tried and true for him. He wrote down a list of things that he had to have. And he, he came did 17, up, He right? came up with 17, and he is happily dating someone, and he says she's got them all. Well, so. And it's almost like a goal list. It's about clarifying what it is you really, really want in somebody. It's about knowing yourself, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, so, Sam, cool. yeah. put him to work this week, and you took a, you only took till Wednesday. I'm proud I don't have 17, but I have a few for you. Okay, excellent. We'll do that next hour. Um, either one of you, has anyone ever given you um, a scratch-off lottery ticket for a gift? As a gift? Yeah, no, I've bought been, some. I've never been gifted yeah. gift any. My Mar- mom used to do that for fun. Every now and then it would be a stocking stuffer. You know, That's everybody true. sitting around the Christmas tree gambling. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, my cousin, our cousin Philip, he loves scratch-offs. In fact, if you draw his name during the holidays, you could give him a stocking full of scratch-offs and he would be happy, as, as happy as a clam. Yeah, to me, it's the say. novelty that it is, and that's kind of what she would do. You know? Okay, so this wife... <laughs> Um, her name is Cynthia Holmes. She was upset that her husband got her a Casino Riches scratcher, $10 scratch off wow. for Valentine's Day. That was the gift? That was the gift. That was it. So what did he explain to her? Like, why I just gave you a scratch off? And this was one card? Just this was one, one scratch off, a $10 scratch. I, I guess you can buy $10 Ooh, scratches. Wow, yeah. okay. Ooh, big well, spender. Well, I mean, I didn't... Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know. She you know? was kind of like, meh, scratched it, and she won $100,000. Oh, okay. Yes, wow. this is a true story. It happened last week. Anyway, she's delighted, of course, now. <laughs> and um, she went paying off a car uh, loan and um, putting it toward their mortgage, their winnings. I but, hope they're going know, out to dinner at least, uh, that's too. That's great, but if it had just been a scratch off and she wouldn't have won, then I know. It's like, we wouldn't be telling this story. No. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of cool. Well, what, what you're explaining, you know, Sam, happens every to, day. Yeah, <laughs> Add something to it, though, but it's a cute idea, isn't yeah. it? An expression of my love. Good luck. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. First Hollywood Outsider of the morning. Very cool Disney World Toy Story news. And everybody's back together for season two of Big Little Lies. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, HBO's Big Little Lies. We know it's coming back for a season two. Um, it was a roller coaster ride, if you will. It was a thriller, and it won a ton of awards with Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon and Alexander Skarsgård. And I think Jody's the only one in the room that's actually seen it, right? No, producer David watched it. Oh. We have this dirty secret. We're talking about viciously competitive people. Madeline. Renata. Okay, it's not even that many episodes. Eight or nine, definitely for grown-ups, definitely grown-up material, but man, it drew you in immediately. Drew me in immediately. Like, I've got to see this. So what is the secret, or is that a spoiler? It's not a oh. se- I, I'm not going to give away any secret. Okay. I can't believe David watched it. I didn't, I didn't. Duh. It was good, and it was hard, because I had to pace myself. I did one episode a night, but every episode, I'm like, I want more, yeah. except for the very huh. end. The second to last episode, is like, all right, let me just finish the okay. show. So I'm it was here. based on a book, Big Little Lies. And there was not a second book, but everybody wants more Big Little Lies on HBO. So they're getting together. They're working with the writer. You go knock on the write, door of the writer. To write <laughs> season two. And everybody's everybody's on board. Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman's coming back. Um, Shailene Wood, Woodley, Laura Dern, Zoe Kravitz. They're all coming back for the sophomore season. 
and Meryl Streep has joined the cast officially. She well, that'll play take it to a new level. Yeah, that'll guarantee more awards. Yeah, she'll yeah. play someone's mother. And the Emmy goes to... And it was award, award-worthy, award yeah. if you will, in the world of television. So look for that. Everybody's back together now, so I think HBO's going to crank that out for us as early as next year. Now something fun and family-friendly. It was announced a couple of days ago. I don't know how we missed it, but Toy Story Land is opening this summer at Disney World. T-O-Y. Toy. Excuse me. I, I think the word you're searching for <sighs> is Space Ranger. The word? <laughs> oh my gosh. How much do we love those toys? Okay, now that's so in addition to the Toy Story ride that they currently have. Right. It's it's a it's in Disney's Hollywood Studios uh-huh. uh, in Orlando. It's going to have a twirling twirling saucers ride based on the claw game. They're going to have a slinky, that sounds dizzy. slinky dog dash roller coaster, an expanded version of the 3D shooting ride. So they've wow. expanded it. Um, and it's more than that, even food. So it's 11 acres of land just for Toy Story Land. My God, Giant that's crayons be fun. and green army men everywhere and Rubik's Cubes. That's, that is fun. Woody's lunchbox will serve food and refreshments oh. from a walk up window. I mean, it's just like everything you could imagine from Toy Story is in one 11 acre spot. Look for it opening June of this summer. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up next, uh, we're going to hear from you, 877-310-4MSJ. David, who do we have on the way? I have Sandra on hold, and you know what? She's just shared with me that she's about to crawl into something I'm also about to crawl into. Cool. David, so your niece Olivia is about to turn two. Mm -hmm. I know you've been debating on this birthday gift, like this princess tent did you order it yes i did and it came in the mail yesterday oh my gosh and so opened it yet did you play or? with it i haven't opened it yet okay it's, it's still in the box because i'm like should i just wrap the box Can't while it's wait. still together or Can't should i already wait. set it up yeah well sandra's calling she can totally relate 877-310-4msj to reach us what's up sandra yeah so i was just gonna let you know about the the pink castle tent mm-hmm. um, i bought her on amazon as, as well and I bought it for my three-year-old granddaughter, yeah, and she just loved it. Just loved it, and it just—it is compact if you fold it up, and but it's big enough for when, you know, you want to go inside the castle and read with her. You know, you can just lay there. And what I did was just buy a fluffy blanket, pink uh, blanket. It's more like a throw because it was throw mm-hmm. size in the castle, yeah. And then a, a you know a beautiful little fluffy pink pillow, and I bought her some books to keep in her her tent. Yeah. And it's really pretty because it it already comes with um, little lights that are shaped like stars. Yes. Like on a string light. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so those those are already very, very beautiful and has like these sheer little curtains on there and, and beautiful. I mean, for, for um, it was just, I was really surprised when I received it and she just loved it. She just spent all her time in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say you're able to fit in there with them because okay, that's yeah. when I first saw it. Yeah. Immediately I started imagining and picturing the future of me being inside. Oh, you're going to jump in there immediately. Naps. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Sandra. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I love listening to you guys and um, have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, so the one that you got is the Sue Sport pink one, David. It's the one with the big top yes. on it. That is cute as can be. Man, and any kid that age, m- most kids that age, do love to go into a tent. Yeah. Hey, not a just kids. I even. love to go into tents like right. that. So true. After hearing that it has star lights and everything inside. Man. Mm, that's Make Nap sh- Central right there. It is. And it's a sweet little hiding spot. You yeah. get to play peekaboo there a lot. There you go, Thank David. you, Sandra. Even makes it more exciting for you. 877 310 4675. Anytime you want to join us. 
Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, I can't wait to tell you who's offering Fergie some words of encouragement. Oh, after, ouch. After that uh, national anthem performance the other night. Sam's got music news. Well, the big talk earlier this week was um, Fergie performing the national anthem at the NBA All-Star Game and the questionable national anthem. Can you see? Here it comes. Yeah. By the door. Ah. That's when people started looking around. And by the way, she did offer an apology the yeah. very next day, saying she realized that she she tried a rendition that she shouldn't have. Yeah, she tried to apology. put her own spin on it, and you know the, the Twitter trolls took after her. Yeah. Well, guess who's offering her a little condolence here? Um, somebody, um, somebody else famous for uh, kind of botching a performance. Mariah Carey. Oh, oh, that's oh, really? Sweet. Yeah, last last year at uh, New Year's Rock and Eve, how Mariah right. came out and had the the right. issue with her head, her hearing, her monitors. Two and, years right. ago. Two yeah. years ago. Yeah. So she, uh, somebody asked her about it. Like, hey, did you see this? And she's like, darling, nobody needs to listen to that. Shake it sure. off. Don't worry about it. Better shake it off. Yeah. So. Okay, that's good. Might, that I wouldn't good. be surprised if they asked Fergie to come back. Somebody asked her to come back and do yes, it again. Yes. Here's why. You know, people who make mistakes are the ones who are trying. Yeah. It is not easy to get up in front of, of people and do that song that's so sacred to so many of us. Yeah. You know, and and especially in this world, in this particular climate where everybody, everybody's a critic. If you've got a phone in your hand, you get to have a say. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not... It's not easy. Uh, and I guess kind of on the same subject, I think Pink did a great job at the she Super Bowl. She sure did. Her version was really Despite good. Despite the yeah. lozenge. Yeah. Uh, Ed Sheeran apparently has a new documentary that is in the works yeah. about him. We were just kids when we fell yeah, You know, I've been waiting for this. I want background on him. I want documentary style. I want to see him in his house making smoothies. I want to well, see him riding the bike. The, the problem is you're going to have to wait a while. It's called Songwriter and it's being made by one of his cousins. Not His cousin okay. named Marty. Okay. Uh, and they're Whatever he has, it's not finished yet. Marty's been doing this for a couple of years. Is Marty wow. also a Sheeran? Uh, no, Marty Cummings. Okay. Uh, but well, he's, maybe Ed felt safe with him and comfortable with him. Yeah. It's probably a compliment hey, to Marty. Hey, man, can I tag along? Sure. Yeah. So Marty's been putting it together. He's got pieces of it. I even saw a little snippet of uh, one of them, one of the clips online, and he ran it through the Berlin Film Festival. And apparently what he has is awesome and wonderful and so everybody's begging him to hurry up and please finish this because nice. supposedly it's going to be a very intimate look at Ed, yeah. stuff that he hasn't shared before. I'm ready for it. So as soon as we hear that it's finally finished we'll let you know about Songwriter, the documentary. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Can't wait to tell you, Sam, about my latest mom fail. Murphy doesn't yeah. really even know about this yet and I am looking all over town for something that I probably threw away. Catch anything you miss on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. That way you can listen on your schedule and enjoy a new episode of After the Show every day, exclusively there on the podcast. I I have another little uh, interesting mom failed, and I'm still trying to figure out what to do about it. And I can't wait to tell you well, this, Sam. You're going to enjoy this. Murphy, I, you don't even know about it. I haven't yet. seen any mom really. fails from you. I mean, now, you know about the, uh, the note we got in the mail from the library. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. This is about baby's missing books. It, it wasn't about just fines. It was about if you don't pay the fines, here's the cost of the books. Yeah, buy the which books. Almost like ninety bucks. Okay, so I love. Oh. Little, I love to go to the library. Ooh. When there I are a took, number of books that are out. When I took oh. well, all of my books are in, and Taylor's books are in. When Phoebe went with us recently, she got like six or seven books about the Holocaust. She yeah. was very interested in reading about it. I'm like, absolutely, check out as many as you want, babe. She got her own account and all that. 
And so she walks out with a stack of books. I didn't even count how many. And so she reads them and has them and she gives me some back when she's done with them. So I return them. And then we get this ma- this thing in the mail. It's like, oh, oh, okay, we still have two out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking in my car. I'm looking in her room. I have her look in her locker at school. We've looked everywhere. Yeah, this has been going on for the better part of a week. You, you More than a week. Yeah. She even told me that she thinks she loaned one to her friend. I'm like, you don't loan out a library book because it's on loan to you. So we yeah. had that conversation. Then my favorite part. She says, Mom, there was a stack of books on the living room floor by the, you know, by that shelf that I gave you. And I said, yeah, you gave me those for donation. Oh. She said, No. I gave you those because I wanted to keep those. So we completely misunderstood each other. She told, I thought she told me she gave me a stack of books for donation. She thought she told me, no, I want to keep those, but somewhere else. Yeah. It's in a place where she normally stacks stuff for donation. So I do recall bringing a container of books and donating them recently. (laughs) And I remember where I donated them. So I ran the other day over there and I said, look. I may have donated some books here. A couple of them may have been library books. Can I please look at all the books? So I went and I spent an hour looking over four huge book sales at a discount resale store. I found some of our books that I think that we donated that were hers. None of the ones that she wants back. But not one single library Uh book in there. Not one single. I think I donated them. And that means they're gone. Unless they got returned to the library. Like, if you were buying something secondhand and you saw a library book, what do you think? Maybe. If you bought it, you own it. What are you going to tell the library? I, I just, I got to I gotta go talk to them with my money, I guess. Our money, Murph. So Jody the Cleaning Tornado strikes again. Yeah. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Actor Josh Dumel, who is the ex-husband of Fergie, mm-hmm. did something really sweet for her this week after all the national anthem backlash. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So it's not been the greatest week for Fergie. Oh, you can say that again. Okay, so just to back up quickly to get you to where we are, what's her ex-husband and her son are doing for her this week that's sweet. We'll Mm -hmm. take you inside that relationship in a second. So Fergie sang an odd rendition of the national anthem at the NBA All-Star Game on Sunday night. And her voice sounded fine, except it was her own rendition. (laughs) It was like sultry. Can you see? That's pretty, yeah. that part. Be sure to tip your waitress. So it got a little heat. It was heated. It was, it was so like the number one trending thing on made Monday. Made everyone in the room, at least, a little uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. so after so much backlash, not just on social media, but in the press, too. She issued this beautiful apology. Like, I tried to do it. I'm honored to do it. I'm sorry I did it. That was my artistic, you know, effort of doing something a little different. And I'm really sorry, you know, that she didn't mean to offend anyone. And I believe her. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an embarrassing mistake that you can't take back, especially yeah, in this world. but you don't mess with the star-spangled banner. Right, you know, right. There's I, a few things you can do. I agree. But not Do it much. respectfully only. Only respectfully. Okay, so you know Fergie was married to Josh Duhamel, and yes. I hated it when they announced they were getting divorced because I love them together so much. Um, and they have a son. Axel. His name is Axel, and they did name him after Axel Rose, FYI, of Guns N' Roses. Right. Like, an inspiration to them. <laughs> and so they have a four-year-old son named Axel. So um, Josh Duhamel was seen this week heading to visit... Fergie with their son Axel with flowers in his hand. Aww. They went to visit mom 
supposedly to just do a visit and cheer her up. And then they posted on social media on Instagram a message that was written on like a red piece of construction paper. And this is from Axel to his mom. Love is so strong. It can't be broken. Love is so strong. Nobody can break it. Not even the Hulk. Axel Jack Dumel. P.S. Don't try that again. No. P.S. Don't cry, Mommy. All right. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. Big Little Lies news from HBO and SNL castings for March. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up later this hour, Sam's got his list of non-negotiables, you know, when it comes to what he's looking for in another person. This was actually inspired by a good friend of ours who made made a list list of 17 things. And and found somebody. Yep, that's right. So cool. I know. That's coming up later this hour. No pressure, Sam. Um, Speaking of it, though, I'm so glad. We've got to talk about Game of Thrones. You're killing me. Now that you're watching Game of Thrones, our our challenge, I started watching This Is Us because you made me, and so I said, you got to watch Game of Thrones. And now you come in here every morning, doesn't he, David? Yes. And, And you start asking us questions. And you're getting me all excited about it. All I want to do is watch it again now. I don't want to watch This Is Us right now. Jody, oh, the thing I want to watch Game of Thrones again. You got to make sure you watch your poker face, though, because you'll ask some questions and like you, you're, you're, you're not giving it away, but you make a face and you look yeah. at me and I'm like, just put oh, your head down. You're yeah, right. You're right about that, David, but I can tell when she's lying or when she's not. Yeah, it's I, everything I, I, shows on Jody's yeah, face. It's I can okay. tell it's, when you know the answer, but you don't want to give it away, which of is course, good. That's a lot. That's going to be a lot. I can tell it. Oh, okay. Hmm, something's up here. Fine. Then talk to David. <laughs> He's a better poker player. Yeah. So Game of Thrones still has one season left, right? Yes, yeah. that we're all waiting for, and it's going to be next year. So did, you see, here, Sam, you've got enough time to be able to go through all of this and yeah. one more time. Really get caught I'm up. I'm only for... seven episodes in, but honestly, the seventh episode I think is now what's hooked me. Boom. Up until this point, it's like, yeah, I could take it or leave it we start talking about it we start ask, answering your questions and it's like i want to go home and re-binge this because there's so much to know mm-hmm. and the second time you can you watch it you definitely will pick up a hundred million other things yeah so it's kind of like i'm sorry your challenge has you making me want to go back yeah. and i can wait on jack and this well, is I, us i, and I all got some people. major issues coming up because uh walking dead's going to start up again this weekend poor thing this is us is going to start back again after the olympics and does any I of that so busy here no you need to finish game of thrones yeah. take your time let it all sink in mm-hmm. you know you can talk to me about it but not with something delicate i'm gonna have to talk to david fine you're a giveaway <laughs> you're gonna have a problem murphy if i start watching game of thrones at home again no, I'll just occupy myself with something else for that hour when it <laughs> happens. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We'll take you to class, guys. Yale's most popular class. Mm-hmm. The most popular. Everybody wants to take it, and it's heavily attended that we could all learn from it. Mm-hmm. Tell you about it next. And in case you missed it last hour, Jody's latest mom fail. I, that makes it sound like she does them all the time. You don't. Uh, duh, this is a big... No, but when I do them... Mm-hmm. They're big. Uh, You can always catch anything that you miss uh, here on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Subscribe for free, and then you'll also enjoy a new episode of After the Show every day. Okay, guys, let's go to class. There's a class being offered at Yale. It's the most popular class on campus, so much so that there were like 1,200 students enrolled in this one class. In one class? That's got to be a lecture class then, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's called Psychology and the Good Life. Basically... How to learn and to be happy in your life. And um, it's so trendy and popular right now. They're simulcasting it around campus. Hmm. So some of the big takeaways from psychology and the good life. Are you ready? 
spend time and energy on things that matter. And that means face to face, meaning spend time and energy on people, not just technology right. and communicating or not just communicating technically mm-hmm. or tech with your gadgets. A second one, express gratitude. Yeah. So true. No matter what is going on with you, you have something to be thankful for. Even on your worst day, you probably have something to be thankful for. Well, and they say gratitude and fear can't exist at the same time, so that's why gratitude is a natural healer. <laughs> you've Mur- taken the class? Murphy heard that recently, and you've spit it out a couple times. I've heard you say it. I heard you say that once to Taylor recently, and she looked at me like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't <laughs> learn that. I didn't learn that recently, but, you know. No, no I'm saying that actual sentence you did. Yeah. I think you... I think you heard that recently for anybody that copes with anxiety when you realize if you're worried about the future or providing or whatever like that you're not literally when you stop and think what you're grateful for the brain can't process fear and gratitude at the same time Hmm. so if you have gratitude you're not going to be fearing got it so express gratitude daily um do something nice for another person i think that's a no duh always makes you feel good and find time to be mindful of what mindful means being in the present right and in a meditation is the best way to do that yeah if you don't want to be meditate, though, you could still be mindful. Like, oh, this is a beautiful sunset. This coffee is delicious. Yeah, see, right? I want That's mindful, too. I, I, I want to learn mindful. how to meditate. It's just every time I try, it never works. <laughs> every time you try, Sam, you get an earworm. You start hearing... Well, you know, every time I try, I start concentrating on the fact that I'm supposed to be, I guess, not concentrating. Okay. Right, and then you... And I get stuck in it. Well, that's why you concentrate on something like breathing. Don't concentrate oh. on your concentration. Dummy. <laughs> okay, practice all of these daily. That's the big big takeaway from psychology and the good life. The most popular class right now that. at Yale. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, while making a list, if you are in the dating world, have you made a list to yourself, like a note to yourself of the things you are looking for? Just to be honest with yourself, why that makes a huge difference. And we're going to get to you, Sam. Yeah. Coming up. A dear friend of ours who is um, dating again after he lost his wife, um, I'm not going to say his name, but we've shared this story because it's remarkable to me. I run into him a year ago. I hadn't seen him in a long time. How you doing? Give hugs. We catch up. And he says, you know, I've, I decided to start dating again. And when I before I even started dating, he said that he had made a list of all the things that would matter to him, what that he would be looking for in a person. Mm-hmm. And he, went, this is where my jaw hit the floor because he said, I came up with 17 things. And I was like, 17? Wow. He, he on, really thought this through. Did he do this on his own or was it like part of therapy that he was told? Probably his own. I didn't I didn't ask that that uh-huh. much. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are times when you get, you know, I'm very inquisitive. Yeah. And I'd usually go there with people. Like with you, I would, Sam. I would ask everything. But I just have a more of a boundary with him. Right. So I was just like, oh, that's wonderful. And wow. I said, yeah. I said, wow, to 17, you know, um, and I said, that's wonderful. And he said he's dating. He was dating somebody that pretty much seemed to fit it all, which was amazing. Well, you know, that's really smart. When you go through a lifetime with somebody and then you're getting in a relationship again that you didn't expect right. that you would need to do, you probably do want to make sure you're really clear that you're not just rebounding, that you really know what it is that you want. So true. Yeah. Okay. So, um. I love that he that he that he did this because number one, he 
he's really happy. He's still with this girl, the one with all the 17s, yeah. I can tell you. The one with has got everything. He's with her right now. Um, and I think it's going really well. And that's all I know. Like Does I said, boundaries. Like the kind of person that would have like, oh, well, she's got 14. That's good enough. No, oh. no. He seems like a 17 to me. Uh-huh. But anyway. Grading um, on the curve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, there's these three I'm kind of iffy about. There's nothing that'll make you great on the curve more than being in love, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. The things you'll overlook. Right. Well, that's true, too, Jody. You're right. It is true. Even more reason, I guess, to have a list. But I just, telling this story for two reasons. Number one, tell, bringing it back up. Number one, what a great idea. I think it's more about knowing yourself. If you write down what you need in a, a significant other, and you have it on paper, and you've really searched your heart, you know yourself, and that's important. So it's an important exercise. Right. The other thing is that I think Sam got to work on it. Did you not? Well, it inspired me of sorts. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't come up with seventeen. That's okay. You came up. <laughs> I with tried. Some? I mean, I came up with a list of ten, and it's like, can I do wow. seven more? And it's like, no. Well, then that's forcing it. If it was really important, well, ten I'd have is you. It down. Then maybe you're more sk- and, sliding scale than he is. And it's you know, I can I'll share a couple of them with you because those are like the most important ones. Nice. Like okay. the other five are just like, oh yeah, and don't forget. Mm-hmm. Okay, can we do that next? Sure. At least five. I'll give you five. Okay. We got it together, didn't we? All right, Sammy. Yeah. All right, you decided to make a list of things that you want, need, or looking for in a significant a significant other. It's a good thing for anybody who's single to do so that you know yourself. It's more about you, really, I think. This isn't anything I took upon myself to just come up with. It's because of the person. Our friend. Yeah, he has his own list of 17 things. And he found somebody who fit them all, I think. Yeah. So it, I think. you've been you know, on, on and off in the online dating world for better better part of two years now, and you've never made a list to this point? You've never no. really... No, the description of myself and my profile can kind of be a vague reference of the I think list. That's, it's an exercise for you. Yeah. It's for you. You don't have to share, but you have how many? I've got 10. Nice. Five of these are just kind of, oh yeah, by the way, things. The other, nice. The other five are kind of like, okay, it's really, you got to, it's got to come down to these five. Okay. What? <laughs> this is funny. All right. I'm just curious. Uh if we become a couple, we still need single time. Don't expect me to do everything with you. Smart. I'm not marrying or getting together with a stage four clinger. Got it. You know. Hmm. Nice. And well, I, you're used to being you, single you, now. Yeah. Have you had a stage four clinger before? It's possible. And I've never even heard that term. Yeah, yeah. but somebody that you, you you are the sole focus of their life. Now, right. I know as a spouse, that person is very important, but you, you know, have you to gotta have, have a life. life. Absolutely. And this one, you know... People may have a problem with this one, but sometimes they're going to dress up and be fancy. But for the most part, I expect to live a casual life mm-hmm. because I live a casual life. I don't like it when I have to dress up and sure. do fancy stuff. Right. I will do it because it's required at certain times. But I like to be ca- if I could go to a wedding in shorts, I would go to a wedding in <laughs> right. shorts. There's not you don't have to apologize for your answers. Right. I think that's about knowing yourself. I love that. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett doesn't apologize for being casual. And, all you time. know, and that's what I thought of Jimmy Buffett. If I could live the Jimmy Buffett life with the Jimmy Buffett money, yeah. we'd call it Sammy Buffett. You know, okay. that's how it would be. You have to have the talent. Too. Um, and you know, I know we've talked about this before, but you got to have a sense of humor. I don't expect you to laugh at everything. I don't yeah. expect you to have a hundred percent of the time humor. Ninety five percent would be good, but. You know, yeah. Life is not that serious. Yeah. Um, nice. That's a that's a very important yeah, one. Really I think these two are the most important to me. Don't expect a quick courtship. I'm older. I'm wiser. I'm not in a rush. Nice. Good. If it that's doesn't happen, really good. if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm not rushing anything anymore. Nice, man. And, and number one, and this one could be controversial too. Uh, understand that there are times that my kids come first. 
Yes. Ah, that should be. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is, and that's that the perfect solid, priority number one. Love that's that. That's a solid list, Sam. Get in you line, just, ladies. That's right. <laughs> Coming up next, next, producer David's got the mailbag. What do we have, David, as if we can transition from that? <laughs> well, I actually love that our listeners are actually making their own lists and sending them to the producer's mailbag. Mm. And there's one from Lisa. I can't wait to read to you guys next. Still got Goosey's over here from Sam's list of the things he's looking for in a significant other. That number one. Goosey's. That number one. <laughs> That sometimes my kids are going to come first. Boom. That's super important. That says a lot about uh, you. And that to think Love really it. is like if there, if all other nine, mm-hmm. I can bend maybe. But no, number bend that. that one doesn't get bent. Good. And because that, I know there are, I know there are folks that would have problems with that. That like mm, I come first. No, mm-mm. there are times that the kids come right. first. And good to, that you know that they were here before you. As you continue to date. <laughs> It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what do we have? Well, Sam, you're not the only one that's made a list. Mm-hmm. We received a few from our listeners. Awesome. Um, this one specifically is from Lisa. She says, I only have a few, mm-hmm. but they are, one is family oriented. Yeah. Two is great sense of humor. Yeah. Three is stable. Mm-hmm. And four is... That leaves me out. <laughs> four is good conversationalist. Nice. Mm. Wow. I wonder if that's... That, well, good conversation. I understand that one. You know, maybe that would be one I would add to my list too. Because if if it's just like if you're carrying everything yourself, conversation wise, you're going to know that going in early. Though you're going to yeah. know that that's what dating is for. Yeah, that's what dating is. A lot for. of times, that's what creates the connection in the first place. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yeah. I never thought about having to put that on a list because to me it'd be like if there was not a good conversation on the first date, I'd be out. Yeah. Gone. Jody seemed like a good talker the first time I met her. So. <laughs> In fact, she wouldn't shut up. <laughs> no, that's not. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Why are you dang, looking, why are you looking you at me? Sam made the joke. <laughs> Fine. Uh, we, thank you, Lisa. We love hearing from you. <laughs> and Melinda, she's also been listening and has an interesting take on Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. She says, I've been listening to, deba- to debate about Jody watching This Is Us while Sam watches Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I was totally in Jody's, Jody's corner, but the one thing I hate about Game Game of Thrones is that every character I grow to like dies, yeah. and then the whole story takes a nosedive, and then I have to invest in another character, and not it just every takes too much energy. Like, not every character you like dies, though, and sometimes death has to happen for things to change. But yeah. you know, on a the, show, but I mean. that's what's weird about it. Every Game of Thrones fan says that, but every Game of Thrones fan stays true to the show Man. and sticks with it. Too, it's so good. Hang with it. There'll be somebody else to love. I promise. We love hearing from you. Jump in anytime. You can even call 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Big Little Lies cast all back together over at HBO. So I'll tell you what that means exactly. And SNL has announced some of their hosts coming up in March. And it's mm-hmm. big for you, especially Sam. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, HBO's Big Little Lies. We know it's coming back for a season two. Um, it was a roller coaster ride, if you will. It was a thriller, and it won a ton of awards with Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon and Alexander Skarsgård. And I think Jody's the only one in the room that's actually seen it, right? No, producer David watched it. We have this dirty secret. We're talking about viciously competitive people. Madeline. Renata. Okay, it's not even that many episodes. Eight or nine, definitely for grown-ups, definitely grown-up material, but man, it drew you in immediately. Drew me in immediately. Like, I've got to see this. So what is the secret, or is that a spoiler? It's not a oh. se- I, I'm not going to give away any secret. I, I can't believe David watched it. I didn't, I didn't, Duh. 
It was good and it was hard because I had to pace myself. I did one episode a night, but every episode I'm like, I want more, yeah. except for the very huh. end. The second to last episode is like, all right, let me just finish the okay. show. So I'm it was here. based on a book, Big Little Lies. And there was not a second book, but everybody wants more Big Little Lies on HBO. So they're getting together. They're working with the writer. You go knock to on the write, door of the writer. To write mm-hmm. season two. And everybody's everybody's on board. Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman's coming back. Um, Shailene Wood- Woodley, Laura Dern, Zoe Kravitz. They're all coming back for the sophomore season. And Meryl Streep has joined the cast wow. officially. She well, that'll take it to a new level. Yeah, that'll guarantee more awards. Yeah, yeah, she'll play someone's mother. And the Emmy goes to... And it was award, award-worthy, award yeah. if you will, in the world of television. So look for that. Everybody's back together now, so I think is going to crank that out for us as early as next year. All right, moving on. NBC has announced their current lineup for... Um, host and musical guest for SNL, Saturday Night Live. Right. And boy, is March going to be big. They're in a little uh, hiatus right now because of the Olympics, right? Yes, yeah, so a lot of NBC shows are. So we're going to get to it. Like, March. This is us. Yes. <laughs> okay, so March 3rd, uh, the host will be Charles Barkley uh-huh. and uh, musical guest Migos. Charles Barkley's hosted a million times, it feels like, and he's good. Yeah, he's funny. Just skip ahead to March 17th, Bill Hader. Who can morph into anything? Yes. <laughs> so great. And he's a former cast member. Right. He's hosting along with Arcade Fire. But Sam, set your DVR or stay up late or do whatever you do because the host on March the 10th from the world of heavy drama to bring us comedy from This Is Us, Sterling K. Brown. I know you guys didn't have a perfect marriage. Uh, Hosting he SNL. Emmy Award winner. And you both just wanted me. I think he's going to be fabulous. Right yeah. Like, he's going to get all the support. He's going to be fabulous. He's going to be hysterical. They have got to do a skit. They're going to spoof it yeah. for sure. Maybe a crock pot or, or somewhere around. Anyway, James Bay, musical guest for that night. Mm-hmm. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8 30. The sweet thing ex husband Josh Dumel has done to comfort Fergie this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Hey, when you get a chance today, uh, be sure to like us on Facebook, or you can follow us on Instagram both ways. You'll get notifications of when we go either Facebook Live or a new poster made and all that fun stuff. Look, we love to hang out with you all day long. Um, we got some Girl Scout cookies the other day. Murphy left them in his car, and they, you know, was he was worried about them, but... Um, mm. Well, what, you know, I, I didn't anticipate it was overcast when I put them in my car that day and figured, and the sun well, came out. right. That, yeah. What are they? They can survive. Uh, the, <laughs> two of them would be susceptible to melting. The Chocolate. Thin Mints. Yeah. And uh, the Peanut Butter Patties is what they call them now. Yeah. They've renamed almost all of them. They used to be called Tagalongs and now they're Peanut Butter Patties. And then they the, the names all the time. Doshi Dos are now called Peanut Butter Cookies. Something, they're, yeah. Thin mints have always been yeah. thin mints. Thin so. mints have always been thin mints. Yeah, no you fear. tried to change that name, people would call them thin mints forever because that's what they are. You know, I um, got almost one of everything. Yeah. I even think that they're plain shortbread are amazing. Oh, they are. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. Um, I bring it up because you see that Tom Hanks bought some Girl Scout cookies, cookies the other day. No. no. <laughs> yeah, he was in, a, in in Los Angeles. He's leaving this store, grocery store, and there are some girls outside, and he bought. So you're telling me Tom Hanks shops at a grocery store? Yeah, he does. Wow. In L.A., he bought four boxes. Three Samoas and huh. one Thin Mints. Yeah. And he paid for them. Then he also gave them a little extra donation of a 20. Wow. Tom Hanks. So that's those are the Girl Scout cookies he eats. That's nice. I'm not surprised that he goes shopping in a regular store, Sam. Just Everybody because somebody does. Drives, you know, you got to remain grounded if you... He yeah. told Oprah that once. He was like, I drive the kids to school. And she goes, you drive the kids to school? And he goes, yeah, they're my kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 
Okay. You remember remember the time we talked to John Favreau and he he talked he says look he's I still have a, I have a minivan right you know yeah. he's, he's got some fanciness but there's things that he he stays very grounded no I'm matter sure he's how. got more fanciness now because I think that was before Iron Man <laughs> oh he's got oh, a was food it truck Iron Man? <laughs> do you put your thin mints in the fridge they're not mine they're his uh, I have before but you know I didn't last year they just stayed in the pantry I forget to do that I should yeah, they're that, great that they're way they're really kind of good when you put them in the fridge <laughs> it's, it's easier quickly it, it's easier to separate them out that way yeah even though you wind up eating the whole sleeve anyway. Mm-hmm. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. All right, Jody had a mom fail. This does not happen often, I can tell you. You know, I'm, I'm with her every great. single day. You know, this is this is an unusual one. It's out there. Sad, sad. Coming up next, though, we're going to take you to Toy Story Land, opening at Disney this summer. What you can expect. Sam finally came up with a list of things that are like non-negotiables when it comes to finding that person. Checks. Yeah. <laughs> if you missed it last hour, uh, catch it on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast later on your schedule. Sam's list. Dum, dum, dum. Okay, guys. This summer, um, Disney in Orlando offering something incredible. And I just feel like, man, I would want to stay here the entire time. The new Toy Story Land an 11-acre addition to Walt Dis- whatever Disney Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 11-acre addition. It's everything Toy Story. You are a toy! <laughs> you weren't the real Buzz Lightyear. You're, a, uh, you're an action figure. You are a child's plaything. <sighs> you are a sad, strange little man. <laughs> How much do we love those toys? I swear to you. When I heard the concept, I'm like, uh, and then you get there and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in love. I want to be in this room with these toys. Right. <clears throat> um, okay, so they brought it to life in many different ways. There's a Slinky Dog Dash roller coaster, which looks cool. One of those yeah. roller coasters that's fun and serious that anybody can ride, but it can help a kid get on their way to bigger coasters. Okay? So does it bounce and give like Slinky the Dog does in the movie? That I don't know. Weird. Maybe you'd be riding oh. in a Slinky the Dog. I don't know yet. Um, there's a Swirling Saucers ride based on Sid's favorite claw, the claw game. Yeah. There's the expanded version of the 3D shooting Toy Story ride Mania with mm-hmm. three different tracks. Okay, and we talked about how big it is, and everywhere you look, it's giant crayons and cooties and green army men and Rubik's cubes, and That's it's too cool. It's like you're, it's like you're a toy, I guess, right. when you're there, and everything's huge. I would love to go get lost in eleven acres of Toy Story. Yeah. I'm I think that would be serious. Fun. There's even going to be Woody's lunchbox. You can walk up, and it's a walk up meal service place. David, you were at Disney not long ago. Yes, Did you see and it? I, I got to see all the model plans. They have everything drawn out, how it's going to be. And yes, Murphy, to answer your question, the yeah. Slinky ride, it's like the head of the dog and then you ride the part like you're in the, the, the Slinky part. Yeah. You're, you're in the Slinky part and then there's the tail end and that's the whole roller coaster. Yeah. And it's really oh. cool. It's, oh my gosh. And you know that there's a, I mean... There are a lot of people, I would want to be there as an adult, but the kids are going to love this the right. most. And anytime they open a new attraction at Disney, that's also a good time because it's going to be very crowded this summer. It opens June 30th. Go do the other stuff <laughs> that yeah. you don't get to do or you wait in line for a long time. And there's also, in I think it's going to be like a couple of years from now, but we're going to get a Guardians of the Galaxy themed roller coaster at Epcot. Epcot. And don't forget the Star Wars. They're building the whole Star Wars land oh, at the yeah, Star Wars too. Hotel. Oh, we know where Sam will be hanging uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Fergie had a rough week after that national anthem. You think? That was sultry. And all the backlash. Not a bad vocal, it's just not appropriate. Okay, so her ex-husband is Josh. Everybody, thanks for coming to the club tonight. Okay. 
Her ex-husband is Josh Jamal. Right. And they have a son together. His name is Axel. He's four years old. So Josh was seen bringing Axel over, had flowers in hand to go visit Fergie to cheer her up. And boy, did Axel do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they posted on social media that this came from Axel. Love is, it's written on a red piece of construction paper in crayon. Love is so strong, nobody can break it, not even the Hulk. Axel Jack Dumel uh-huh. made that little note for his mom to help her feel better. And how cool is that of Josh Dumel to be like in her corner this week in that? Somebody's liking, scoring points. Liking that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Sam, I realized something the other day that I'm doing that if Jody were present, she would call me out. Or I think I was flirting, which I'm really not doing what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, you know, there's a convenience store chain now <laughs> that has... Every one of your stories starts with a convenience <laughs> I store. I frequent convenience stores, as you know. And it's not for alcohol or anything like yeah, that. It's just Snickers. Things. And uh, so when I'm checking out, there's this one chain that now has these touch screens that when you check out, they want to know how their service was. And uh-huh. so you can rate the service from one to five mm-hmm. with... Now, of course, I'm trying to remember. Is five the best? Whatever's at the top is the excellent rating. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, one time I was just, it was a great conversation. The service was good. And and I'm like, you know, you're getting a number five. (laughs) (laughs) And and she smiled and she thought it was funny. But I realized, you know, I mean, maybe I shouldn't do that. Is that... No, why not? Is that not? too cheese ball? You You're know, number five on my I'm, list. I'm sure I'm not the only guy that's actually done that, you know, or gal or whomever. Me? Women, women encounter this daily, daily, and she's here with that. With that, she she encounters it hourly. I'm sure. Well, I need to make sure I balance it out, you know, for a guy that's behind the counter too, and say, "Hey, man, thanks. Look, you get a one. No, <laughs> you get a five. So you're not going to call me out on this next time at a convenience store. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine by me. Coming up, Sam has music news. Well, if you download only one album this year, I'm going to tell you what that album needs to be next. Sam's got music news. You know, I don't want to overhype this one, but it's something you need to put on your radar for later on this year, Jody. <clears throat> okay. Uh, somebody signed a new deal with a uh, Nashville record company. Working on a project right now, a very special project, he says, and it will be out later this year. Uh, Captain James T. Kirk, William Shatner. Oh. Now, you know, he is famous for his, he has done... Dramatic readings. Dramatic readings, or or songs that are in the form of dramatic readings, like, remember Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds? Answer quite slowly. Why are you... A girl with kaleidoscope eyes. (laughs) do not understand. So he signed a, a record deal and he says the, the project is something very near and dear to his heart and he, he plans to have it out later on this year. Now wouldn't it be great if William Shatner did a Christmas album? Uh, you know, if he's going to do the spoken version of it, you know what? Actually, that would be very good. Yeah. He could probably do some really good readings of Twas the Night Before Christmas it, or something like that. Uh, that's the kind of song that's begging for a dramatic yeah, reading. you're right. Yeah. Come on, Jody. Silent Night. Don't you remember the time William Shatner flirted with you on this very show? I do, and he Years ago? paused a lot. Huh? Yeah, but see, <laughs> re- remember, though, going into yeah. talking to him, you were like not a William Shatner fan. And you, you, he, he won, won you, you over. over. Yep. He did. He was yep. very charming. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. 
And we've got more music to help you through this busy workday coming up next. Also, come on and hang out with us after the show on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. All right, today and after the show, we're going to get deeper and dig deeper into Sam's list. Sam made a list of all the things he's looking for in a spouse, significant other, whatever. If she were to come along, here are the criteria. So we only heard like four or five of them. Mm-hmm. The full list in the After the Show podcast.